Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. Welcome back to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Welcome back, guys. So today, I am going to teach you a tip, a tool, a trick. And it has the potential, if you use it, if you implement it the right way, as I'm going to teach you, to radically change your communication in your relationships. So this tool, it's very different than some of the communication tools that I've talked about in earlier episodes of the podcast. We did an episode or two, I don't remember, um, and it was from a health coaching and behavioral change professional. It was tools that I use in private practice with clients to communicate more efficiently. And not not from a sense of trying to manipulate or control a conversation, but to make you some, to give you the tools to listen better, to ask thoughtful questions that allow people to open up to you more authentically, that was that was the lens and that was the direction that I was coming from in that episode. It was things from a clinical standpoint that I know because of research in behavioral change and positive psychology that help and, and can really, really help deliver those outcomes. This is different. So this is actually something that me and my husband learned years and years and years and years ago. Will our daughter just turned 10, so it hasn't been that long, but close to it. And we actually learned this tool in we were we were in a season where we were being mentored and walked with by a married couple that had been married for a really long time. And this was something that the wife gave to me. I remember she printed it off on her home computer. I was there in front of her beautiful fireplace having coffee, and she was just pouring into me and her husband was meeting with my husband and she printed it off 
And we started to implement it. And it was messy in the beginning, guys. It was messy. But after we fine-tuned it, we became a well-oiled machine. And it was a game changer. I truly believe that this tool alone was what helped me learn how to talk to my husband, which sounds wild. I get it. It sounds wild me saying it, but it's the truth. And so what I'm going to teach you today, this highly effective communication tool, it's called FANOS. So FANOS is an acronym. It's derived, I'm reading this off my computer. FANOS is an acronym and it's derived from a Greek word meaning to shed light on. So the whole purpose and intention behind this, this this method implementing this acronym is to create structure for a check-in process with your spouse. Side note, this was created for spouses because the the creator of this, her name's Deborah Lasser. She is a licensed marriage and she's a licensed marriage therapist and family therapist. However, I have used this not not start to finish, but I've definitely pulled parts of this and used it with my children. I think that you could use this in a friendship that needs a little bit more, I don't know, just maybe a little bit more finesse or intentionality around the way you're communicating with that friend um, regarding feelings and needs. And so I don't think that this is something that is only for couples. So if you're listening to it and you're like, Next, I'm not listening to this week's episode because I'm not, you know, married or in a committed relationship. Listen, just listen. You might be one day. All right. So FANOS stands for feelings, affirmations, needs, ownership, struggles, some of these you'll see some in some places I found it says sobriety for the last one. We do struggle. And so this check-in process, what you do is you sit down with your person and you go through this list. A couple of things. There is no crosstalk. This was so hard for me in the beginning, you guys because I had something to say about everything. It was so hard for me to just sit quietly. The thing about this is this is an opportunity for you and for the person you're doing it with to speak authentically and freely and to feel safe to do so. The intention behind this is not for to throw the ball back and forth. It's really not a conversation. It can be a catalyst for future conversations, but it is so important that there's no interrupting. There is no crosstalk. Another thing that is suggested with this is to maintain eye contact. Probably not going to happen with yours truly because that's very hard for me. It would be so hard for me to sit there with Boone throughout this whole thing and maintain maintain steady eye contact the whole time. It would that I don't that's a whole nother thing. I don't know. I'll I'll process that later with my therapist. Um it's suggested though that you maintain eye contact even though I don't do it that way. So let's go over the F, which is feelings. And this is where you share your feelings in that moment. The way that my husband and I do it is for feelings, we have three subcategories. So we have emotionally, spiritually, 
and physically. So we we do those subcategories. And so it might go like this. So it's my turn. Let's say we're doing it and I'm going to start off. Feelings. I feel energetic. Physically, I feel good in my body. My hips feel a little tight today. Spiritually, I feel... I feel well, I feel filled, but I also have a desire to be intentional about pursuing that today through meditation, through prayer. And then emotionally, I feel very level. And that's it. And he doesn't build off of that. So if my husband was sitting here, he would not question me. He would not challenge me. It's his turn now. So now my husband gets to do the same thing. And that's it. And it seems so boring. And you're like, Kira, you're just naming stuff. It's, it is powerful. You guys, I cannot tell you enough. It works. So that's feelings. The next thing is affirmations or appreciations. And you're going to affirm your partner or the person you're doing this um, with, you're going to affirm something they've done. So an example of this is I might say to my husband, I just need to affirm you that you've really, really helped me a lot lately with the hustle of back to school and running our kids all over the Southeast region. I affirmed him. And then it's his turn. He gets to affirm me on something. The next thing is needs. So for needs, you're going to state a need that you have today. We sometimes will, because we don't do this every day. We'll do it now like once a week. And so we might not do the, the immediate in front of us need. It might be something throughout the week that we've needed. The list that I have in front of me says a need that you have today. But it's something that you are putting out there that you hope that that person, after having that knowledge, will see that as an opportunity to meet that need. And so we might say, I might say, I really, really need you to call me throughout the day. I I need to be checked in on. That's something that with the busyness that we have, I, I need that. I need that to feel loved and pursued. And then it's his turn. Again, notice there is no questioning. There's no, if my husband were to say that, there's no me going, well, that's not, no, no, you shouldn't. Or will I try, no crosstalk. You will blow this entire thing up if you try to crosstalk. Don't, don't do it. The next thing is ownership. So taking responsibility for something that you've said or hurt. Another thing that me and my husband do in this one is it doesn't necessarily have to be with each other. We will own things that maybe we are feeling guilt about or we've had time to process that that we want to reflect on. And so this one doesn't always have to have us for, for our relationship. We don't always do it ownership of, of a wrongdoing with each other. If there's, if obviously, if there's something to mend, if there's something to atone for, ask forgiveness for, this is the perfect time to do it. Um, but there's been times where it's been, you know, my turn to own and I'll go, I was really short with this person today and I didn't give them grace and I need to own that I was the worst for about five minutes. Or I need to own that I was really, really grouchy with you and I took my stuff out on you this morning and you didn't deserve it and it was gross. So that's kind of how we do it. And then it would be the other person's and if you haven't heard me yet, there's no crosstalk. And then the last one, which I think this one is for a long time, this one was 
hard because there's some humility in this one, at least for me. This is the struggles one. And so you you share a struggle that you've had since the last check-in. So something that you're struggling with. And again, we don't do this to where this has to be necessarily a struggle within the relationship, but I think it creates a catalyst for the person that you're in relationship with and doing this check-in with for them to see you in your humanity and for them to have a tenderness for you and to see your struggle and to be known in a relationship is something that I haven't met a lot of people who don't desire or crave to be known by the people they're in relationships with. And so struggle. So it's my turn. And I might say, I'm, I'm really struggling with balance this week. I feel very unbalanced with the kids being back in school. I'm basically doing a check-in with y'all. You're welcome, Boone. The audience is handling this so you don't have to. So struggling with the kids going back to school and feeling really unbalanced. And it's something that that is really hard. And then it's my husband's. And then when we're done, we try to leave it. Now, younger Kira, that wasn't going to crosstalk and that was being the best check-in partner ever, would want to wait till the end and then be like, hey, um, line four, right after need, you stated this, this, and this, and I'd want to elaborate on it. That completely sabotages the safety of this check-in. If the person that you're checking in with knows that they're going to get grilled after, they're not going to safely and authentically and vulnerably check in with you. It's not going to happen. And I'm talking to younger Kira here. She knows who she is. So what we do is we just kind of leave it and might affirm each other again and be like, I love you. I'm here for you. And then that's it. The frequency of this is completely up to you. We are probably going to start doing this really intentionally um, at least once a week. And then something though that you might see happen for you and the person you're doing this with or whoever you're doing it with is we got to the point and we still are where we are a well-oiled machine. We can pick, we can cherry pick from any of these throughout the day. And it's almost like a language that we understand now. Like I can call my husband and go, I need to own and just say, I was, you know, I did this and this and this. And he's like, okay, love you. Thank you for saying that done. So we don't necessarily every day have to do a full start to finish check-in just because we have this down so well and we know the language and we know how it goes to where we, if there's one of these that feel really, really like it, there's almost a sense of urgency for me to get to it and our checks scheduled check-in isn't for another five days, then I might just text or call and say, hey, a need, like this need can't wait. Um, So once you get your feet under you with this and you start to feel like it's got a little bit of flow, like we used to have to read off the, the list. We used to have to print the sheet out. We don't anymore. We can, you know, just spit it off really quick. So that, you guys, is the acronym, the tool, the check-in protocol that radically and drastically changed the communication in my marriage. And I think that it can be used in just about any relationship. I could see this being helpful in friendships. Like I mentioned, I've pulled pieces of this with my kids um, and asked them these questions and then not, not given feedback, just 
for a catalyst for them to express how they're feeling. So it's really, really great. Don't be afraid to add in some structure. There's a lot of people that that I've noticed feel like for it to be authentic, it needs to happen organically. Y'all got to plan stuff. We are all busy. We are all going a mile in a minute. And if it's not, if it's not intentionally puzzled in, then a lot of times it just doesn't happen. And it's really, really important. And so this communications tool, I cannot recommend enough. As always, let me know if you have questions. Let me know if you want a part two. I could maybe possibly get my husband on here to do an example of it. I could probably talk him into it. I don't know. I could probably talk him into it. If I'm like the people have spoken and they want to hear me and you go back and forth and do a Thanos check-in, I could probably get him on here to do one in the next month. So let me know if you, if you want a part two and to see this, this little acronym list put into real time. That is all I have for you guys today. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Art Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Did you know that as a listener of the Art and Yoga and Wellness Podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciated. It helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.